welcome back to Messy Minds, where we come to unpack and declutter our thoughts. You're joined by your co-hosts, Mary Nguyen and Jesse Chow. On today's show, we will be talking all things 2022 and wrapping up what the year has been for us and the world. 2022 has seen the continued impact of an inflation surge as a result of the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic. We saw the rollout of all the vaccines at the beginning of 2020 and all throughout last year and continuing into this year. It has been all big, one big blur for me, honestly. But 2022 has marked one of the largest armed conflicts since World War II. The Russian invasion of Ukraine has led to international condemnation and sanctions, the withdrawal of hundreds of companies from Russia and the exclusion of Russia from major sporting events whilst displacing millions of people. 2022 was also the year that we lost some of our most prominent entertainers and world leaders. For example, former Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe, Queen Elizabeth II, Olivia Newton-John, Full House dad Bob Saget, Robbie Coltrane who plays Hagrid, and our beloved Australian cricketer Shane Warne, and many more. Although these major events have been quite sombre, 2022 marked the lifting of COVID-19 restrictions and the reopening of international borders, which meant many of our life's joys we're returning to the closest thing to normalcy that we've had in three years. Let's just take some time to roll back on some of the year's eventful happenings and trends and themes that we've noticed in pop culture. I think one really prevalent one is the multiverse of madness. I think cinema has definitely milked every single possibility that we can (laughs) can possibly have in terms of the end of the world. We've gone through all the possible scenarios. Now we're going to dive into this multiverse kind of situation where we've seen Mm. a lot in everything, everywhere and all at once, Doctor Strange, multiverse of madness, and also Spider-Man No Way Home. Um, You know, TikTok has been up and coming, just hot, fiery social media app. And the songs on this year, this year's um, to trend list, just straight fire. Some of my favorite ones is My Money Don't Jiggle Jiggle. <laughs> and my partner can definitely back the fact that I really did enjoy this trend. That was a really good, even though I was a little bit late to the trend, it's fine. <laughs> it's a good song. I don't know how it came to be, but you know, it was a good song. And so is the, the It's Corn it's one. It's Corn. It's Corn. <laughs> a big lump of it has the juice. <laughs> Another favorite of mine is Cuff It by Beyonce with seeing all the people mm, who can't dance. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one too. Yeah, Beyonce really coming through at the end yeah. of the year. Um, another, some more celebrity goss that we had through the year is Will Smith and the Chris Rock slap at the Academy Awards. Now, that really sent just gasps of shock through the audience, both at home and on this crime scene itself. <laughs> And people were arguing. We were going, you know, who whose side are we on? Are we on Will Smith's side? Are we on Chris Rock's side? Like, you know, like where does where's the line for co- comedians? You know, how far can you go? When is it funny and when is it not? I never got to ask you this, but whose side are you on? Like, who who would you pick? At given at the time that it was like big. Mm, I don't know. I feel like I didn't really. I'm not really a. I'm not a side person. I don't like taking sides. <laughs> I'm trying to be all diplomatic and shit. But, um, okay, stop being but, Switzerland. Like, I can. I know. I know. Stop it, Jesse. You're not Switzerland. You'll never be her. Um, I think. Like, I can understand both sides, right? Him getting worked up, and then also like Chris Rock just trying to be funny. Yeah. But I can also see how that could also be like offensive, yeah. right? But in saying that, when I because I am not so big on celebrity gossip, yeah. right? But when this whole Chris 
this Chris and Will kind of situation happened, I didn't realize that there was so much drama in Will's yeah. life. Like his marriage is not so simple, mm. you know? And I like, he just feel like he, it, the situation was just a tipping point for him. There might've been all this other stuff yeah. that was building yeah. up and that was just a tipping yeah. point for him. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I do think he was wrong to do that, but I can also understand why that could be an offensive yeah. thing. But look, you know, it is what it is. I don't, I don't take, I'm not taking anyone's yeah. side. Both of them are wrong. <laughs> <laughs> They're I both dumb. like Chris, like uh, Will Smith as an actor. So I'm all, I'm a little mm, bit partial to Will Smith. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, yeah. this is hard, but also don't really care enough to make a decision on who, you know. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. You guys can both like slap each other out. Just get it all out of your system. Just do it in the privacy, I don't know, of your own home, of your yeah, own backyard, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Go meet at a station or something like the kids yeah. do. <laughs> um, some more uh, celebrity drama slash feud that we can't ignore that happened this year, the Amber Heard versus Johnny Depp mm-hmm. case. Now, this was this really took the internet by storm. I feel like this everybody was a lawyer. Yeah. I know every everybody was a lawyer, everybody was part of that jury um during that trial. So um it was quite interesting because it wasn't only just about, you know, their specific relationship. Yeah. There was also talks about, you know, Johnny Depp having this thing with his lawyer and there was just so much drama <laughs> over a divorce. And honestly, it was it was quite entertaining. Yeah. Like, if, if anything, we'll just, we'll just have to say thank you for the for the that, content. like, one, two months. Uh, and just, just pure content. And, like, now I know that Amber's, is, you know, in crippling debt now crippling financial debt but that's okay at least i had a good time right <laughs> at the cost of her life I, I know, at the cost of, at the at the financial cost of amber heard but um yeah did you feel like you were 100 on johnny depp's side and that was like amber was just like just full of shit yeah a little bit like that i think i don't know if it's because of the way that everything was swayed um but i definitely felt like you know Johnny Depp had the upper hand and she was just lying the whole time. And I don't know. I think out of the entire case, I was actually more like just surprised and like admiring Johnny Depp's lawyers. Like she, I think her name's Camille. Mm. I don't know if it's Camille C- or Cam- something starting with C. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Vas- Vasquez or something. I'm called? not sure. I can't remember her name now. It yeah. feels like it's so long ago, to be honest. She was just amazing. Like the way that she presented the case and like her arguments and that sort of thing. She just really took the center stage for me. So, mm. yeah. Yeah. I totally, yeah, I totally agree. I was just like rooting for the lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> like she was just so boss yeah. ass, you know? And like <laughs> she was prepared and like she knew exactly what she was yeah. doing. I was like, damn, sis. Yeah, like I want to be on your yeah, side. Yeah. Apparently, Kanye hired her really for as a lawyer for something. I can't remember now. It just, I just had like a, it was like a passing thought that just came. Yeah, like I think she's been rehired again, but I think she's like hot. She's made hot herself property. like a hot commodity hot now. Property. Yeah, <laughs> she's hot property now in terms of like lawyers because she's like hot and she's like won like basically the trial of the yeah, century, pretty much <laughs> divorce trial of the century. <laughs> so like, if you want a guaranteed win, like you know exactly who you got to mm-hmm. hire. But anyway, moving on with the trends of the year, some of our favorite uh, TV shows or Netflix shows, I should say, um, were really inspired by scams. Oh, my favorite. <laughs> I know it's been it's it's a, it's a trend, right? It's really yeah. a trend. Like I've never seen so many docos on um like scam 
or like con yeah. artists. We so we had you know the Anna Delvey one that we were obsessed. We with. were really. It was like a good <laughs> really obsessed. It's like a good three months. I was like, why is the pot? <laughs> I'll buy you the bank the bank transfer. It's coming. <laughs> My dad and the trust fund. The trust fund. Ugh, try again. <laughs> I did not have time for this. I did not have time for you. <laughs> Just iconic lines, really, really just iconic. Mm-hmm. Um, and also like the Tinder swindler, like that was a pretty big one too. Yeah. Like you know, there was all those memes because they literally came out like at the same. They time. did. It was like a matter and of a week like, apart or something like that. You know, like, who do you think would get like be the the scamming king or queen? Yeah. Like, who would out scam? Like, do we think Anna would be able to scam the Tinder swindler? Yeah. Like he would be like, baby, oh the. The gangsters are coming to <laughs> to kill me. I need you to to buy me some money. And she'd be like, I am buying you from my daddy's trust fund. Like, why is that poor? I literally live for these accents that you <laughs> these impressions that you put on. I know. Thank you. It's like my it's like a little hobby that I have. <laughs> um, yeah, I think those are definitely really good yeah. uh, Netflix shows that I really like. So if they want to come up with more of that next year. I'm down not for even it. Next we'll year. extend my Do it now. Do it. Why not now? <laughs> Why not now? Like after this Halloween season. Yeah. Give us more scammy docos. Yeah. We like yeah. those. Other trends that did happen earlier this year uh, was the web-based word game called Wordle that literally caught the whole world by storm. And mm. if you are a, an avid reader or you love puzzles and that sort of stuff you definitely would have loved this game as well I knew that I definitely did love this game every morning on the way to work I would be playing this game and it would be like 10 minutes of my day that would like be the most enjoyable time of the day um so I never got into work yeah it wasn't really that's why thing. I was like I don't think because I feel like people who read or people who like puzzles and that yeah. sort of stuff would really like yeah, this yeah. game whereas I don't think you really find um enjoyment out of a game like that so yeah yeah um i i enjoyed it because i like to compete um with one of our friends lauren um mm. so we would play and then we would share our results with each other so it was just always really fun to be like competitive but also test your brain a little bit to wake up in the morning yeah. so yeah that was my thing mm. um one of the other things that was major this year was Stranger Things season four released after three years of being in the hiatus thanks to the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And that was huge, like such a big movement in um, the television industry and the film industry. Yeah. I think it, mm. you know, garnered so much more popularity this season as well. Um, and overall, Definitely. you know, I think it was such a great um, light to the year. I feel like, after Stranger Things came out, that was kind of like mid-year. After that, everything started to sort of pick up after the pandemic and it just started to feel uh, yeah. a little bit more normal. Um, mm. Yeah, I don't know. I think it just added to that little bit more normalcy. Of norm- the, yeah. the normalcy, yeah. Because yeah. so many of our the shows that we would have loved would have had to stop mm. filming because of COVID yeah. and, like, you know, people couldn't gather and yeah. stuff. So everything was, like, put to a standstill, which is why. I'm sure if COVID didn't happen, it wouldn't yeah. have taken them three years to pump out, um, you know, season four. And, you know, prior to the pandemic, Stranger Things was already so, yeah. so big. Absolutely. So I think, yeah, like, you're so right in the sense of saying, like, you know, people really looked forward to that, like, you know, kind of – it's like that comforting familiar, familiar, familiarity. Familiarity. <laughs> 
familiarity. <laughs> mm. I will not be using that word again. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it was really, and like, I definitely jumped on that bandwagon. Like I hadn't started Stranger Things until season four came out and my partner has always been into mm. Stranger Things. So he strategically planned it so that we would start season one from the start, right? And we would finish up season three, like right as season four was like yeah. coming out. So, um, yeah, I really got, I really got the full experience. Like I can honestly say as somebody who has never seen Stranger Things, I'm really glad I waited <laughs> until now so that I didn't have to do yeah. this. Like I didn't have to wait the three year gap. Yeah. I got to like ride it out on one big yeah. wave. So I feel like the first half of my year was just like Stranger Things. And then when it was over, I just felt dead and yeah. empty inside. Like I had nothing to look forward yeah. to. Yeah. I totally um, agree. Yeah. <laughs> if nobody's seen the show, like take it from a non-believer. Okay. I was a non-believer at the start of the year. <laughs> she was not a fan. She was not convinced. She was not sold. And she's sold yeah. now. I will buy all the merchandise. <laughs> <laughs> so if you haven't seen it, please go yes. see it. <laughs> Another thing that I actually noticed this year as well was that analog um, is the now the alternate call. So what I mean by that is that there is a rising trend of physical books or wired earphones mm. or many things um, that are like analog um, going back into focus. So yeah, um, just the Y2K. Yeah, just that sort of like going back to, you know, um, things that were not, not in the digital world. Simpler yeah. times. I think I noticed this firstly when Gigi was doing an interview, I think with either Vogue or one of those bigger fashion magazines about what is in her bag. And she pulled out like, uh, like she pulled out all the things that were in her bag. And then she pulled out mm. wide headphones from if, Apple. Mm. And she was like, I don't use like the AirPods because they're tiny. They get lost easily. And also um, it's a like swallowing hazard for Kai, her baby. And so that's why she refuses mm. to use AirPods and uses mm. wide like earphones. And, I don't know. I feel like Gen Gen Z is more of the people that are like they're starting to like slowly go back into like this twin like nineteen nineties to like two thousands trends and, and like, like yeah the late nineties yeah, like yeah. trying to like relive that sort of lifestyle because they just missed out right they just yeah missed out. so I feel like it's you know they're trying to go back into that and I do notice that a lot of people are now reading more physical books over like yeah the yeah. Kindle stuff because that was really yeah. big when it yeah. came out it was like oh my god I never have to buy a book yeah again. but it, or even just not even reading on their phone I think they're kind of separating the idea of you know being attached mm. to your phone and not get, getting away from that, yeah. like, you know, yeah. disconnecting from your digital world. Um, and mm. I think this will continue to rise as the metaverse starts to become more mainstream because, yeah. you know, people, like, you can physically enter a world through um, your, like yeah, all that goggles stuff and that, that sort of stuff too, and actually yeah, living this world. That, yeah. So I think, mm. you know, not being so um, involved in that digital world is, like, going to be the alternate call essentially so yeah yeah i totally get yeah. that so those are some of the things that have happened this year that just sort of shaped 2022 but i kind of want to take it closer to home and actually talk about things that are in our lives and what we have been focusing on this year and picking that up and i want to finish off this year in a positive note and a reflective note mm. so let's go into talking about 
three things that we have achieved this year, whether it has been big or small. Do you want to start, Jessie? Yeah. Okay, sure. One really big thing that's happened to me or that I've achieved is kind of going on my fitness journey and kind of like adjusting my lifestyle. Like I had a pinnacle point where I was confronted with the fact that I was just not happy with how I was Mm. looking and I felt like physically unfit. Um, and you know, a lot of, a lot of factors led to that point, but it, it just hit me a bit like a truck this year and I decided to, you know, step up and do something Mm. about it. So I think that was one massive achievement that I've made. Like, you know, I've lost, um, the weight, which is what the main goal was, I guess at the end, but I've also adjusted to have like a much more like healthier diet and I'm so much more nutrition conscious now and like, you know, conscious about what I'm eating and what I'm putting into my yeah. body. And, you know, I feel so much better by being active and putting good things into my body. It's just, you just feel so different. And, um, you know, you hear people say it all the time, yeah. you know, um, but you don't, you truly don't understand it till you push yourself to go through that process. Yeah. And then like, you just don't want to go back after that. And that's how I, I honestly feel. I think a really big thing that I learned from my fitness journey is um, practicing like discipline and um, like consistency. Mm. Cause I think one thing that really stopped me from achieving in the past was that I was so reliant on my motivation, mm. like my motivation and my drive. And I used to always think, you know, like, how do I keep myself motivated? You know, how do I keep myself like excited to do these things? But it's like, at the end of the day, there, there is no way for you to be, infinitely motivated right to do the same damn thing every single day and what it is that you're trying to achieve is consistency and discipline you know and I try to really apply that through like all aspects of Mm. my life so I think that's definitely a big achievement that I've made this year yeah maintaining like the like making it a long time a long-term goal and also like a lifestyle change and um taking the lessons that I've learned and applying it like outside of like my fitness journey as well yeah what about you um so at the start of this year I announced on the podcast that I was going to do a reading challenge and I know that we're not at the Mm -hmm. end of the year yet but I'm currently sitting on 14.5 books so I'm halfway through a book (laughs) 0.5 halfway through a book but I think by the end of the December how many pages is that book and what page (laughs) so I'm on page 90 are you rounding are you rounding up (laughs) don't try to cheat us we know what you're doing um yeah so hopefully by the end of December um I'll probably be uh sitting on a bait about 16 books for the year so I can definitely mark off you know that achievement mm. on my list because my goal was only 15 books for the year um so I'm pretty proud of myself <laughs> for that achievement yeah like you're, you're an overachiever <laughs> um she set the the gold the bar too low no herself. it actually has been really difficult because I've I realized that in the last couple of months when I hit sort of like 13 to 14 books, I kind of just slowed down a little bit. And I don't know if it's right, because, bit, bit burnt out. yeah, if it's because of burnt out or because work got really stressful and like things just threw me out of my routine and I just couldn't get back onto that treadmill per se, if that makes any sense, yeah. like the reading treadmill. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. Um, I'm really struggling in the second half of the year, but I'm, I'm going to find a better method in sort of keeping this routine going for 2023. So maybe I'll up it to 20 books next year. We'll see. Mm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Another achievement, like, 
for me is that I've survived my first year in my first corporate Woo-hoo, job. Claps for you. Woo-hoo. I know. Clap, clap, claps. I haven't been eaten by the corporate shop <laughs> yet. I mean, it's been definitely been a very interesting experience, uh, like working a corporate mm. role, especially coming from retail. It's so different. Yeah. So, so different in so many ways. Um, but I think it's challenged me and it's pushed me in ways that my previous job didn't. Mm. So I definitely feel like I've grown a lot. I've gained a lot more, you know, transferable skills. So, um, yeah, I'm definitely really proud of myself for sticking it out. And yeah, it definitely changed my lifestyle (laughs) a lot. Um, but surviving corporate for one year is a massive goal. Yeah, for me. I think you did such a good job and I'm really proud of you for making it this far. Aww, You've thanks, definitely um, like changed as a person for the better, I think, because like yeah. if you really remember challenges in life, like I don't know, I'm, I'm going to say God won't give you things that um, are too hard or too difficult for you. I think mm. they, uh, he will give you things that will basically be you know, just challenging enough and he knows that you can figure it out. And I'm saying God loosely mm. because I don't really like, I'm not that religious and I don't really sort of believe it. Yeah, whether it's God or the universe, or the you know, whatever the universe, it is. Whatever yeah. it is. Um, whatever it is. Yeah, the challenges in life, they won't give you challenges that are like beyond your capabilities essentially. So, mm. yeah, you're mm. doing well. <laughs> Thanks, mom. <laughs> um, for me, one of the things that I had on my list for this year as well was personal development. And I can't say this one was a huge one for me, but I think I've definitely gotten better at recognizing my emotional reactions and allowing for things that mm. were, are within my control to take up my time and energy. Yeah. It is definitely a work in progress um, or a whip, as we would say in corporate world. <laughs> definitely better than I was where I was 12 months ago. So a yeah. small win, but still a win. Yeah. Yeah. Any kind of uh, a win is a yeah, win, right? Yeah. Whether it's big or small, yeah. it's still a win. I mean, like, even for me, in terms of, like, my personal development, I genuinely feel like I've grown the most as a person, mm. like, this year. And maybe it was, per- like, partially because of COVID. Like, we had that two years of kind of, it was like a write-off yeah. right it was like nothing was happening and we were all just kind of sitting in limbo kind of like counting the days yeah. as they were going past and I think that was enough to really wake me up to go you know am I happy with myself as a person and where I am and if I'm not like what am I doing about yeah. it you know to change my situation so I definitely feel like I'm a lot more assertive yeah. um in comparison like to before, like I would be more likely now to like speak up and like, if you know, if something is like, I feel like is wrong or like I'm being mistreated, I'm definitely more likely to speak up and stand up for myself. Mm. So I think that's definitely something I'm really proud of myself for doing. And like, also the same with you. I feel like I'm a lot more conscious about like my feelings and like about managing them. I feel like looking back, I used to be so much more like emotional Mm about so many things um and I'm slowly like yeah being a bit more conscious about how I'm feeling at the time and like whether or not it's serving me you know sometimes like yes the situation is shitty and I'll want to feel sad about it but it's like well is it doing me any justice by me sitting yeah. there and moping and it's like it's just making the situation even worse than yeah. it is so like what what can I do next to make it better for myself yeah. so um 
yeah, that's definitely something I feel like we're both doing really well actually. Like we've both come a super long way. Um, and even like pushing myself out of like my comfort zone, like, and we were saying even before the podcast recording, we both definitely like a lot of our goals and the things that we achieve (laughs) are sometimes quite similar because we like to do the same things together. It feels safe. (laughs) We're just like, and it just feels safe, you know? Um, but yeah, like pushing ourselves out of comfort zones, like going, trying to be more social, Mm. Because that's definitely something that we missed out on, you know, during um, the COVID times and like really valuing like, oh, spending time with people was actually so precious. And sometimes, yes, it can be tiring for us and it can be quite draining. You know, if you're spending it with the right people, then it's fine, right? And it's it's rewarding. So good on you. (laughs) (laughs) You've definitely, uh, definitely gone out of your comfort zone a lot lately. So I'm I'm very proud of you for that. Just living yeah. my life. I'm too scared to hit 30 and feel like I haven't achieved anything or I haven't done yeah. anything. Yeah, see, that's one thing that I've been working on as well is forgiving myself when I'm out of my routine or if I'm too tired mm. to do something and being okay with that. Because if anybody knows me, I am very rigid and very structured. I like to get things done on my to-do list. And if it's not crossed off my to-do list, I generally punish myself for it. I, yeah. I'm like, yeah. why didn't I do this? It's especially even more difficult for me to do that with work. Like I have this habit mm. of clearing out all my emails um, and making sure that everything's done when I leave work, even if it means there's like 300 emails in there, I have to get it done. So, you know, 2020 me would have been like, nope, staying till nine o'clock to get it done. But the emails will just keep flowing in and in and in, and I'll just yeah. end up staying there all night. But now. I really listen to my body and I'm aware of what I need to do and I sort of learn to set boundaries. And, you know, if things don't get done, it's fine, whatever. My body's tired and I need to rest. And, you know, that's inclusive, like inclusive of being um, sort of mindful about your where your mind is at and where your body is at physically, where it needs to rest and that sort of thing. So um, I think, yeah, that's one of the things that I've achieved or I've gotten better at doing this year. Yeah, definitely something I'm trying to learn. Yeah, <laughs> just forgiving yourself for not, you know, doing 10k steps, which is something that I'm still working no. on, by the way, because I really no. beat myself up no. about it. <laughs> I have literally like jogged on the spot, like literally marched on the spot if I had to, paced my house for like two hours if I need to to reach the 10k. Girls got goals to hit. We're not making excuses. Yeah. Um, um, I think that something else that we wanted to talk about was some things that we have done this year or, um, you know, tried that, you know, old us wouldn't probably yeah. have done. Do you want to go first, Miss? Sure. Um, so in light of Jessie starting her healthy spree of getting, you know, into exercise and changing her lifestyle, mm. I was motivated to do it too. So that whenever oh, she was influenced, <laughs> I would correct her. She was influenced. Yes. I was influenced As by Jessie. influencer. Um, that I, am. <laughs> I just felt bad that you every time we went out we had to like yeah, watch what you were eating so I did it too just so just so that we could both do it together <laughs> see how yeah. how I have to do things with you to feel like I'm safe it's a, it's a coping mechanism <laughs> it's a coping mechanism I'm telling you guys it's a coping um mechanism. yeah so <laughs> following on from the last point that I made about it being an achievement is that I actually now like try my best to show up to do it like I don't Mm. exactly follow a plan but the fact that I get up every day and I try to make those goals is something that I would have Mm. never done you know if I just like dropped two days of the week and did not do any exercise or anything I'd be like okay never mind like 
I'll, I'll start next yeah, week just, and then just never not, get back yeah, to it. Yeah, it's not a priority. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the fact that I'm actually showing up every day and just trying my best is something that mm. I would have never done. And I'm really proud to say that I do do that now. And um, I continue to do that every day. And I try to apply the same method of thinking to every other aspect of my life. So the fact that yeah. showing up is enough and that should be, you know, mm. imagine me it coming really, to work really and is. being like, I'm here. That should be enough for you. <laughs> I don't know. That should be enough. Like, honestly, you guys ask for too much. You're even lucky I even made it here today. What about you, Jess? Like, I think for me, even just getting a PT was a really big, like, thing for yeah. me. I think I was kind of trying to turn a blind eye to my health and, like, where it was at. Because I really just, like... It was like the same mindset as you, you know, I'll start tomorrow, yeah. you know, like, it's okay. Like, it's not that bad. Like, yeah, it's okay. It's, it's just a few kilos. Like, I'll be able to like shed it off easily. And of course it just really added up over the years and, um, like real, like really deciding like, okay, like something needs to be done. And like, I also need to like reach out and ask for help yeah. was a really, it was a really big thing for me. It took me a couple of months to even like message the PT to be like, Hey, I'm kind of interested in getting a coach. Like, can you like, do you have any space? Yada, yada, yada. Mm. So, um, like I'm really, really glad that like I did, I did it. Cause like it was such an, like, it's been such a good learning experience yeah. for like myself, like both in terms of like my actual health mm. and fitness and also outside. But yeah, the initial hurdle of starting is always the hardest. So I definitely have to, uh, you know, give myself a pat on the back there for, um, you know, for doing something yeah, about it. Definitely. Mm. Um, some of the other things that I've been sort of putting myself out there for is going to social uh, work events or putting myself in mm. situations where I don't know people or feel uncomfortable around people. Um, and then now that I'm saying this out loud, I just remembered that I've been putting up my hand to assist with like internal projects at work that isn't even in my like job description to do so because yeah. I just feel like, you know, maybe I should challenge myself a little bit more and watch me regret this in like yeah. six months time. <laughs> why did I like, do that? Why did social, why did social Mary do that to us? Um, but yeah, I think that's something that I wouldn't have done. I have a very low social battery. And I like to sort of keep to myself on most occasions. So I'm really proud of myself for like getting out there and, you know, showing up where I did, but I might, may or may not regret this in a couple of weeks. So yeah, <laughs> she'll come back to you on that one. <laughs> Let's see how proud of her herself she is, <laughs> how long that will last. Um, another one for me is like kind of on the same topic as you, but like of being social and having like a low yeah. battery social battery like definitely COVID has made me so much more introverted like I don't I don't think I've ever really thought of myself as an mm. introvert honestly until like yeah. now and um in during COVID time even as well I was like yeah I was sad that I couldn't see my friends but it was also like I wasn't like devastated mm. like as mm. some people were like some people were really really affected by it and yeah like trying to go back to you know being in the large groups going to like social gatherings it's definitely has been yeah. a hurdle that I've had to try to jump over but um I have made you know some new friends this year who I definitely feel like are going to be um 
you know, friends that I'll have, <clears throat> sorry, friends that I'll have like in the long yeah. term as well. So, um, like relearning my social skills is definitely super, super hard. <laughs> and I'm sure I might have said some weird things or said some things that I shouldn't have, but that's okay. <laughs> um, but like, I, I feel really, really grateful that I was yeah. able to meet some new people. Cause I think we were saying at the start of the year, like, oh, you know, I haven't really connected with anybody mm. new for a long time. And as much as I, you know, love the people that I already have in my life and I do honestly really feel feel fulfilled already like if I didn't meet any more people I honestly would be like completely fine with it but at the same time like having meeting new people and seeing new perspectives and hearing new stories is always such a great way to learn about the world and also about yourself so um yeah I'm really really proud that that's something that I was able to achieve this year and hopefully something that I will continue to do <laughs> if people will you know still want to be my friend because I can be a little weird they <laughs> may not be uh, recruited into a cult like Mary so just be careful yeah, yeah. well yeah or maybe I'll just join a cult you know maybe that's just easier just make so many friends all in one so one of the things that we've both listed here is a common ground for us which is starting this podcast mm. and actually following through with it um this yeah. time last year, it was a joke, like a inside yeah, joke between like the three, a... like the two of us, and then a third person, um, being our friend Fabiola, um, over listening to our conversation. Yeah, our conversations, <laughs> and thinking that we were funny, and I was like, really funny. <laughs> um, so yeah, definitely something that is outside of my comfort zone, and p- putting myself out there is, you know, still something that I have a conflict with. It's a weird relationship. Yeah. Yeah. It's a yeah. weird relationship. I'm like, even now, like, you know, when we do the yeah. intro where we go like, it's Mary and it's, and it's just, I still find it really weird to say my own name. <laughs> I find it so weird. And then when I listen back to it, I'm like, ugh. Like, so fun fact for everybody, about a week ago or two weeks ago now, Jesse only discovered the actual right way to record a podcast, which mm-hmm. is by actually listening this whole back entire to time. her voice. Mm-hmm. I've done 30 episodes, 30 <laughs> episodes, and I've been doing it wrong the entire day. I mean, when I listen to the, the playback, I'm like, oh, it sounds fine yeah. to me. Um, but little she, does she know that she was supposed to plug her headphones back into the microphone. Into the microphone. Yeah. Anyways. Except I was just listening to, like, Mary's audio <laughs> and, like, kind of, like, hearing my own voice. My head. Of, like, yeah. The, yeah, through the, yeah, through my, Through your head. It's really weird, but yeah, you, <laughs> yeah. you get what I mean, but yeah. It, yeah, I'm a little bit derpy in that sense. But yeah, look, we've been at 30, 32 episodes now. <laughs> I think that's definitely an achievement itself. And I think for the listeners who have been with us since the very get-go, I think we've also come a damn yeah. long way. Like, if I listen to the first episode that we did, I think we sound horrible. <laughs> oh, okay, maybe okay, horrible is probably a bit harsh, but, like, just not that yeah. great. Like, you can tell that we were uncomfortable, like, it was awkward, like, how many times, like, I felt so mm. nervous getting in front of the mm. mic. Like, even though we're, like, you know, in the comfort of our yeah. own home and there's nobody around us, it was still such an awkward, yeah. just an awkward yeah. thing to do. Just sit in front of a mic and record yourself talk. So definitely really proud of us for, like, putting ourselves out there, especially because we're also not very, like, social media. Like, we consume a lot, but we don't Yeah, produce. we're not content creators, <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah, we're not creators. We're definitely just yeah. consumers. So, um, like, for us to really put ourselves, like, out there and stuff, it's definitely an achievement on yeah, both our ends. Yeah, 100%. I, 
totally agree with you. And I think, for, like, especially for me, I have this daily conflict in my head and I'm always like, oh, do I do it? I don't, like, the repercussions are going to be, you know, mm. like, what will people think about me? That kind of thing. And this yeah, is where that I'm book that I was me. reading, um, you know, I want to die, but I want to eat tabaki, literally talks about these thoughts oh, yeah. that, like, she's having at the same time. Like, this mm. is why I feel so, like, understood when I read that book because I'm literally having these thoughts every single day yeah the same thoughts that yeah. she has yeah let's move on to three things that we are grateful for so i'm just going to list mine off very quickly is that i'm grateful for having a stable income and a roof over my head now i know this is like really basic and whatever but um mm. 23 year old me would have been like I'm so proud of you for, you know, you're doing amazing. You have such an amazing, great job. But like every day I look at myself in the mirror and I'm like, you need to do better. You need to do better. You're not doing enough. But, you know, if 23-year-old me met me today, she would have been like, oh, my God, I want your life. I want this and that sort of thing. And I'm starting to learn to sort of like appreciate what I have and like taking a step back and trying to see Mm -hmm. what younger me would have like thought. Yeah. And and. Of, of the yeah, life that have yeah. Now. So yeah. that's what I'm grateful for. Uh, I'm also grateful for my partner, our two dogs, my friends, and my family, and just I guess my general support group. I think I'm in mm. such a really good place of my life where those like parties in my life are so stable, and yeah. I, I can actually like learn to you know focus on thriving in my career and in my, you know, life decisions Mm. now because everything else is so stable and I'm just in a really good place, yeah, in my life. So that is one of the other things that I'm grateful for. And lastly, I am grateful for the fact that I can make choices. Like I have choices. The ability to Mm. choose what I can and want to do every single day and, you know, just as simple as like whether I can get my groceries from Aldi or if I want them from Coles. Or the fact that I have Mm. more than two jumpers that I can wear. Do you know what I mean? Like what color I can wear or whether the fact that I can either work from home or go into the office. Like those are the things that, Mm. you know, not everybody has the choice to make. Mm. Um, And I have those choices and I'm seriously so grateful for. I think the three things I'm grateful for is I think the first one's quite similar to yours, but also like having a really great support system to help me like overcome my hardships but also like celebrate my wins I feel the same way as you in a sense where I feel like I'm really good I'm in a really good place in my life in regards to like the friendships that I have and the people that I have in my life like I did a lot of filtering Mm. like out of all the people that I didn't need or that weren't serving me and you know I can confidently say that all of the friendships that I have now yeah, are ones that I am going to maintain, yeah. like in the long run. And like you said, you know, I'm not wasting my time, you know, bickering over silly yeah. things or, you know, stuff like that. You know, we're catching up, we're, you know, sharing, giving each other advice and like, you know, encouraging each other or helping each other. And that's like really all, all yeah. you need, right? Like, there's no drama, there's no, none of that toxic relationship, none of that toxic friendships. So I'm really grateful that, yeah, at least that part of my life, like you said, is stable and it's constant. Um, Another thing that I'm really grateful for is time and flexibility. Um, Like, like I said, this is my first year of being in corporate. And I think one thing that I found really hard was when I was working in retail was that there was no consistency 
with like my life and what days that I was mm. working in, it was really hard for me to make time for the people that I wanted yeah. to, to spend time with. So now that I have weekends off and like when there's a public holiday, I get to take it off as well. And I get Christmas off. I do feel really grateful that I'm a, I can plan yeah. to do all those things that I want to do. And like, I'm not feeling like I'm just working all the time or, and all that kind of stuff. So I do feel really grateful for the lifestyle yeah. that I can have now. So and the last thing that I feel really grateful for is being able to, is growing up in the century yeah. that we are. You know, it might be better in the future, but, you know, for me, like right now, I do feel extremely grateful to be growing up in an era where, um, you know, technology is so prevalent and it makes your life so yeah. easy. And also, like, there's so much people like as the cool people will say people are woke yeah. now you know there is a lot of awareness around whether that's in regards to like mental health like this is not something that our parents really would have mm. been able to have time to even think about right and even even things like personal development like this is never not really a topic that you know our parents or our grandparents really had time to think about you know about whether or not they think they're being a better person about whether they're being more conscious about their feelings things like that or um you know the ability to like express yourself in whatever way whether that's through you know your sexuality or the clothes that you want to wear or you know the different groups you want to hang out with you know I think that there's so much out there in the world right now and there's so many opportunities and possibilities and I feel really grateful that I'm like living in an era where I'm allowed to really make my own decisions and really decide who I want to be and like, yeah, mold myself into whoever it is that I mm. want to be. And there's no cookie cutter, like you need to get married by 16 and have like five kids, you know, and then that's yeah. your life. Your identity as a person is a mother and yeah. that's it. That's all you're yeah. good for. So um, I am feeling really, really great yeah, for that. That's good. I do agree with that. That's a really good one to be grateful for. And I think you know, mm. it, it's good to take some time out and just think about things, even if it's just the most simplest of things. Little things. Like, yeah, yeah like things. I was just saying to you before the, we hit record on um, this podcast episode is that it's bizarre how we just touch a button and the electricity just turns on. But like in order to get... And like you don't even have to touch a button yeah. anymore. You can just be like, hey, Google, turn yeah. the light off. Um, and like before you can even get electricity, someone had to install that sort of stuff from, you know, from mm. the electricity source in order to get to your house before you could even light yeah, up a room, you know? So mm-hmm. these are like the little things in life that you should wake up every day and just think about how good it is that you actually have it that way. So, mm. yeah, I think it makes me, you know, sort of more aware of my surroundings and just being more present helps, um, sort of put things into perspective about your worries and your concerns for every day so Mm. yeah definitely give that a try um so now that we've talked about things that we are grateful for three things that we are hopeful for for the future going into Mm. Mm 2023 manifesting the good vibes Jesse, what are you hopeful for? Well, I am really, really hoping for more opportunities to try new things and also to travel. I think that's one that everyone is kind mm. of like itching about. I think a lot of people can can say they feel the same yeah. way. Um, you know, since COVID shut everything down for us, we couldn't do anything. And that pushed us to go, you know what? Time is of the essence. If you want to do something, do it. Do it now. Yeah. Do it tomorrow. 
So I hope that there's going to be even more opportunities in the future for me to try out new things with you, whether that's tufting or, I don't know, painting something or yet traveling to a different state spontaneously. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever it is, I hope that there are more opportunities like that. Um, Another one is I hope that I can continue to become more wiser and you know grow into myself more and more and hopefully give everyone more insightful advice and interesting life (laughs) stories you know get a little bit more she's asking for some more character (laughs) development guys i know just want some more content (laughs) for the pod guys more content for the pod priorities what about you um so i definitely want this continued stability in both um my income like financial stability and Mm. also just in my relationships and that sort of thing I feel yeah. like I just need a little bit more time to sort of focus on other areas of my life yeah. if those things could just stay yeah. stable for a little bit longer. Stay, stay the same, <laughs> no changes. You know? um, <laughs> and also I want to, you know, continue this uh, lifestyle of um, health consciousness. So obviously making changes um, to prevent and also to, you know, um, live a better and longer life, like extend the longevity mm. of my life and you know of my yeah. limbs and that sort of thing because I don't want to be like crawling yeah. <laughs> at the age of 50 or whatever <laughs> yeah. um but also on that topic I do and have been manifesting early retirement <laughs> yeah this is something we always talk about especially on a rough yeah, day yeah I <laughs> want to retire like yesterday but you know we're, oh, no. we we still have to rock up and show up to work which is another achievement by the way the fact that I even wake up and show up to work um mm-hmm. but is, yeah I am definitely manifesting early retirement and I think um I'm hopeful that it is like in the next couple of years because a girl don't yeah. want to work no more <laughs> yeah I just want to be a pretty yeah. princess <laughs> No, yeah, that's definitely one that we share yeah. in common. Don't want to work that nine to five no. forever. If we could make this a full time job, I would love it. <laughs> mm, make it happen, guys. Make it happen for us. And um, I think that brings us to the end of this episode and the end of this season. Oh my goodness. I hope, I know, crazy, crazy stuff. <laughs> I hope that, you know, us talking about the year and reflecting has also inspired you. I know it's a little bit early, but you know it's never it's never too early too to reflect. Early to start, you know, it's, should always oh, be reflecting. Reflect. <laughs> mm-hmm. Should always be grateful to think about yeah some of the things that you were grateful for this year, some of the things that you achieved, and what are you looking forward to mm-hmm. next. Um, and you know, thank you so much for joining us for season two and we hope you had as much fun as we did we have a lots of stuff planned for next season lots of guests and lots of new topics to delve into we'll be taking a, a bit of a longer break between now and next season so don't miss us too much if you aren't up to date with all the episodes this is your opportunity to catch up no excuses <laughs> after this um, but otherwise don't be a stranger follow us on instagram at messy minds podcast to stay in touch with us over the summer and see what we get up to if you're enjoying our show please help us get to 200 followers on our instagram before season three starts it would honestly make our year until then this is mary and this is jesse and don't forget to declutter your messy minds bye bye